Chapter Six of Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan by Richard Gordon Smith a carp gives a lesson in perseverance between the years seventeen fifty and seventeen sixty there lived in kyoto a great painter named okyo mariyuma okyo his paintings were such as to fetch high prices even in those days okyo had not only many admirers in consequence but had also many pupils who strove to copy his style among them was one named rosetu who eventually became the best of all when first rosetu went to okyo's to study he was without exception the dullest and most stupid pupil that okyo had ever had to deal with his learning was so slow that pupils who had entered as students under okyo a year and more after rose too overtook him he was one of those plodding but unfortunate youths who work hard harder perhaps than most and seem to go backwards as if the gods were against them footnote one day my old painter booze too was talking with me about japan's greatest painters and of one of them he told a strange story it was interesting in one thing especially and that was that the name of rose too i could not find mentioned in louise gaunce's book though of course mariyama oiko was five names are given as those of the best pupils of okyo but rosetu was not mentioned i wrote to my friend the local governor who is an authority on japanese paintings his answer was you are quite right rose too was one of oyoko's best pupils perhaps the best End footnote. i have the deepest sympathy with rose too i myself became a bigger fool day by day as i worked the harder i worked or tried to remember the more manifestly a fool i became rose too however was in the end successful having been greatly encouraged by his observations of the perseverance of a carp many of the pupils who entered okyo's school after rosetu had left having become quite good painters poor rosetu was the only one who had made no progress whatever for three years so disconsolate was he and so little encouragement did his master offer that at last crestfallen and sad he gave up 
the hopes he had of becoming a great painter and quietly left the school one evening intending either to go home or to kill himself on the way all that night he walked and halfway into the next when tired out from want of sleep and of food he flung himself down on the snow under the pine trees some hours before dawn rose to awoke hearing a strange noise not thirty paces from him he could not make it out but sat up listening and glancing towards the place whence the sound of splashing water came as the day broke he saw that the noise was caused by a large carp which was persistently jumping out of the water evidently trying to reach a piece of sembi a kind of biscuit made of rice and salt lying on the ice of a pond which rosu found himself for full three hours the fish must have been jumping thus unsuccessfully cutting and bruising himself against the edges of the ice until the blood flowed and many scales had been lost rosu watched it persistency with admiration the fish tried every imaginable device sometimes it would make a determined attack on the ice where the biscuit lay from underneath by charging directly upwards at other times it would jump high in the air and hope that by falling on the ice bit by bit would be broken away until it should be able to reach the sembi and indeed the carp did thus break the ice until at last he reached the prize bleeding and hurt but still rewarded for brave perseverance rosu much impressed watched the fish swim off with the food and reflected yes he said to himself this has been a moral lesson to me i will be like this carp i will not go home until i have gained my object as long as there is breath in my body i will work to carry out my intention i will labor harder than ever and no matter if i do not progress i will continue in my efforts until i attain my end or die after this resolve rostu visited the neighboring temple and prayed for success also he thanked the local deity that he had been enabled to see through the carp's perseverance the line that a man should take in life rosku then returned to kyoto and to his master okio told the story of the carp and his determination okio was much pleased and did his best for his backward pupil this time rosku progressed he became a well-known painter the best man okio ever taught as good in fact as his master and he ended by being one of japan's greatest painters rosku took 
for crest the leaping carp end of chapter six recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c